Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the new deadline Democrats are hoping to hit. Number two, Ron Johnson's Senate future. And number three, DCCC fundraising. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The number one story of the day is the twisting turn of reconciliation. And all of a sudden, it seems as though we are reporting this morning that uh, not only are we looking to the end of the month for something to happen, but here's something new we picked up. The White House has been pressing the Democratic congressional leadership to move forward with a House floor vote next week on both the reconciliation package and the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to happen, to be honest with you. Um, But the White House has been pressing the Democratic leadership for a vote next week on a bill that's not even written, on a bill that's not even agreed upon, um, and a bill on which they still have, based on our reporting, a lot of work to do. Uh, um, So... I don't know how this is going to happen, but we expect Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, Joe Biden and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to talk about this timeline today. I, I, I'm I mean, count us skeptical, I think, Anna, I, the, Chris, Kirsten Cinema has uh, has said she's not for any tax increases, any rate increases. And that's the plan that Democrats have been working with. She's trying to rewrite the tax code um, and like as as Richie Neal, the Ways and Means chairman, put it yesterday in the ninth inning, she's trying to she's trying to to rewrite the tax code in the ninth inning, uh, and and it's it, I'm almost speechless. I, I I just don't see how this is going to get done. Um, and I think, listen, I mean, could they get a framework and then get an infrastructure vote next week? Sure, I, that doesn't seem crazy to me. It does seem crazy to me that they're going to get a vote on a reconciliation bill next week when they don't even have a public top line yet. So I, I, you know, again, count me skeptical. What do you think? Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I mean, I think it's an interesting strategy, right? I mean, this this is all a strategy game of how do you force people to the table to find a way forward, right? Clearly, Joe Biden, the president, needs a win. And clearly, his team is looking to find that and understanding that the bipartisan infrastructure bill is a non-starter to go right now by itself. Um, You've got, you know, Terry McAuliffe in Virginia struggling. A lot of people wondering if he's going to win or not. I get what they're trying to do. I just think it's really going to be extremely difficult uh, to try to figure out this reconciliation bill in a what is already rushed situation when honestly there isn't, it's not as if, you know, often you've, you and I have covered this so much where Congress moves when there's a market forcing mechanism, right? The government's going to shut down. The debt ceiling's going to go, you know, needs to be lifted. Otherwise, the economy's going to tank, right? Those are the times when you all of a sudden you see Congress move very, very fast. This is not one of those situations. No, it's not. Um and the other thing I would say is that the the real deadline, I, uh, we had this in the morning edition, but it seems like our esteemed colleague John Bresnan might have taken it out. But the the I think the White House thinks that the beginning of December or end of December or end of November is the um, is the real deadline on 
on on this package and um meaning you know there's there is this there's government funding and debt ceiling to deal with at the beginning of of December and that they they need to separate the reconciliation package and infrastructure from that so you're right there is no deadline which makes this more difficult um and artificial deadlines, Anna, to your point, like they don't work, right? Because they're not real. <laughs> so, so I just, I, I, I agree with you on this. I mean, it, it seems hard to believe deadlines are important, but I mean, Anna, there will never be an actual deadline for this. That's the problem, right? I mean, it's not, there's, there's never going to be a real deadline for it. Um, I, I guess you could say, listen, I guess you could say this can't go into 2022, right? That's a real deadline. Like you cannot have this drag into 2022. It needs to get done before the end of this calendar year. That seems like a real deadline to me. We shall see. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Let's look at the Senate 2022. Another Ron Johnson senior aide departs, raising questions of his reelection. Yeah, so this is a, a an aide that had been with Ron Johnson for a very long time, um, and he is going to the um, Badger Institute. Uh, second uh, second aide to to leave his office. Ben Volkel, as communications director, has announced his candidacy to be Wisconsin's lieutenant governor. Um, Johnson is one of the rare. Let's focus on Johnson for a second. One of the rare Senate Republicans that is not announced his intention on running again. Um, he joins Pat Leahy, Vermont Democrat, and I believe John Thune, uh, Republican from South Dakota, in having not announced whether they're going to run again. I mean, you even have um, Chuck Grassley, who is um, uh, up there in years, has said he's going he's gonna to run. And by the way, I saw Chuck Grassley physically run in the Capitol yesterday, so it actually makes me more confident that he's, he's not as old as his age would seem. So... Um, but but listen, you know, Ron Johnson is the most endangered Senate Republican. Uh, but as we point out this morning, people doubted him in 2010 and in 2016. So, you know, maybe he does run again. Yeah, I mean, certainly Democrats are lining up to take him on, whether he runs or if he leaves that seat open. I mean, clearly you've got a number of Wisconsin Democrats who've already jumped into this race to take on Johnson if he runs in 2022 or whoever would run in his place, including Alex Lazary, the Milwaukee Bucks executive, a pretty famous family. His father owns the team. Uh, but let's, let's note this, like... You know, yes, everybody's wondering, kind of reading the tea leaves of what does Ron Johnson do here. But Democrats thought they had a really good shot at beating Johnson in 2010 and in 2016. And both times they came up short. Uh, of course, Johnson has been more infamous lately in terms of spreading some of uh, the conspiracies around COVID, around the president's reelection. Uh, and so something to watch because that's clearly going to be one of the bellwether states in the 2022 election. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning, the money game. Nancy Pelosi, Tim Gunn of fashion guru and Project Runway fame took part in a fundraiser for the DCCC's newly launched LGBTQ Equality Action Committee on Thursday night, raking in Jake $275,000 for the committee. Yeah, this, um, this, uh, Fundraiser was at the home of another fashion guru, Drew Hamill, who is uh, Nancy Pelosi's chief of staff, deputy chief of staff, and uh, 
I, uh, spokesman, a uh, figure in Washington that has been around for a long time. Drew is uh, uh, probably one of the longest serving Pelosi aides at this point, right? I mean, he is somebody who has been with Pelosi through good and bad, through uh, uh, sickness and in health. Like, <laughs> you know, no, but Drew's been there since the last time Pelosi was speaker, probably the closest aide to Pelosi right now, um, really runs that operation and had it at his... The, at his home with his partner, Jason. Um, you know, I will say it's kind of interesting that you have, that Pelosi has an aide who is able to do these kinds of fundraisers. I think his house is actually, uh, uh, I think he's hosted things at his home before for Pelosi. So I think this is not the first time. I think that's correct. All right. With that, fashion guru, Drew Hamill. I can't wait to see how that plays in the Capitol today, Jake. Thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.